another creature for the sin which man has committed. Furthermore, no mere creature can sustain the burden of God's eternal wrath against sin and deliver others from it. What kind of mediator and deliverer then must we seek? One who is a true and righteous man and yet more powerful than all creatures, that is one who is at the same time a true God. Why must we, why must we be a true and righteous man? Shine. Of course, we already know who that light is. There is a 
first born, Jesus Christ. He is the only hope that we have to get us out of the mess that we're in. As it says in Acts 4, verse 12, salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. And that was made clear even as we dealt in the last Lord's days, dealing with our sins and misery. For we cannot preach about our sin and misery without putting God into the picture, else we would be in despair. It is wonderful to come to these Lord's days where our deliverance by the Lord Jesus Christ is now specifically mentioned so that you can all hear the end of it, shouldn't you? Christ is our Savior, period. However, it isn't. Please note that we now are only at the very beginning of the high priest article dealing with our deliverance. And it is the largest section of the whole catechism. There are no less than 27 Lord's Days that deal with our deliverance, and the Lord's Days 5 and 6 are only introductory to that. So we still have a long ways to go. And these Lord's Days, the first one, bring home to us how we are to truly feel our independence and to find a way ourselves out of the mess that we're in. Still try in so many ways to escape from the simple expectation of loneliness and sin. That's human nature. We always want to have a role in our own salvation so we can fit in. And we have to be aware of the only reward of doing away with our sin. Remember, we talked about that briefly. About the only way out of our sin is by Jesus Christ. We look first of all at our master, independence. The reality of our total mess is that we think we can find it in the miracles of redemption. In the first question and answer of the Lord's Day, we have come a long way already. Now we realize that we deserve temporal and eternal punishment. That's also how the question and answer begins. It is according to God's righteous judgment that we stand before the second door of eternal punishment. This is the confession of a sinner. Yet, we have to withdraw from such a confession. Something has to happen to us. Something has to make us But 
that's our human nature. Even as adults, we think we don't need anybody else. After all, wasn't the Son God? And after all, the Father, he experienced all kinds of restraint. He had all kinds of responsibilities. There's a better life out there, he thought. Time to make it on my own.
commit his will to him and honor him. And he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to humble himself. He doesn't want to give up his independence either. as well. And a reminder that our lives are in His hands. His mercy is beyond all description and we have to be thankful for that. And the young man and the girl who were blind were picked up by Jesus. They realized that he could do without his father. That he was says to his father that from now on, he's no longer 
truth. But he realizes that he has squandered all his rights. son realizes that he deserves to be punished. But here we are still trying to get out of under of under of our responsibility. We don't want to face the reality of the consequences of our sin. And that becomes a painful consequence. Yet God freely says that those who sin will die. here is not just whether or not we can escape God's punishment. Also, whether or not we can again be received into the kingdom. With this question, we are still seeking God. We often will miss daily. It's miserable there. his father had done for him and how good he had it with him. He realized that his father loved him even though he had made many wrong choices in life. He felt the unconditional love stray from God, the one maybe in one way, the other in another way, but we, we're not any different from each other. accepts his son back as his own son rather than as just a servant. He who brings in the best robe puts on a ring on his finger and a sandal on his foot and he kills the fattest calf.
are shown the mercy of the Father. about the mercy of God without any merit of our own and of the unconditional love of the Father. This parable does not deal with the cost involved in being able to extend that mercy. Although this parable is limited in its scope, the reality is that if you go against your Father in heaven, there is an enormous price to pay. doing something extra, you can win God's favor. Because that is how God works in your life, right? Children, what do you do when you think that your father's favor lost? Oh, you get pissed. And your dad's too kind. Are you then next to a nice little girl? Maybe maybe doing dishes.
Jesus. You see, there is no negotiation between Jesus and God. It is not as if that mediator can put his hand on our shoulder and one on the shoulder of God and tell both parties from now on to get along. It's impossible. We cannot add anything to what God has done. And that is why when we do good works, we do not do that in order to stuff it up for God so that he can favorably look upon us and say, you were good to us. You were good to show us how thankful we should be. Amen.